2: <laughs> Good evening. Welcome to Mill. Millwall. Um, yeah, we're bored. That's how, that, that, that's that's all we're gonna say. We're bored. That's why we're bringing you this special edition. Two listeners. days after
0: the last. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna interject, listeners. There are levels of boredom on this WhatsApp group that are beyond my imagination. Oh, honestly. fucking, I was bored. It was. <laughs> I cannot believe the levels of boredom I've seen on the, our WhatsApp group since the announcement. But anyway, I've interjected. I apologise.
2: Anyway, everyone. we're bored, uh, so we thought we'd come on and have a chat. We've, we're have we just chatting about random sort of shit, really, you know, as it goes. Um, yeah, it's Saturday. It's, it's 12 minutes past five. Usually we're sort of all milling out from stadiums or I'm off to interview people. I mean, genuinely, the past two hours of my life have been... Crazy. It's amazing that I'm never going to get those two hours back again. Do you know what I mean? Like, it can't be credited at a later date, you know, for my future use. It's not like, you know, nectar card points or something like that. But um, yeah, we're here to talk about it. Joining me this week, the daddy himself, Mr. Nick Hart, who's been. Um, I'm just sort of just keep keeping keeping regular with the wine nick i like that you know how have you, which
0: stocks have you got of the old Rioja? oh i've got a nuclear war bunker i haven't told all the listeners have so i keep a nuclear war bunker i've been prepped up for this for some time to be absolutely honest i've got got a stash of red wine in the uh, in the nuclear war bunker so i'm I'm good, good
2: i'm stuff. good <laughs> stuff. uh joining us this week as well young harold warren Harold? i saw you went on a uh, on a on a
1: purge for guinness yesterday I did go on a purge for Guinness. Uh, my local Tesco's, the the uh, cans were on a special, 10 cans for £8. But they decided that people were not going to self-isolate sober. So um, they'd run out of the packs. So I bought all the individual cans that they had for two packs of four for uh, £9. So um, I am well and truly stocked up on the Irish stout of my choice. <laughs>
2: Uh, and Fathers for Justice is uh, number one sort of like fundraiser Michael Avery. You're gutted, mate, because you'd greased yourself up for your run and it's cancelled. I was greased
3: up, lubed up, and now, um, now all shaved I'm doing your body is, uh, air. <laughs> that's the one, yeah. And that,
1: that's, that's
3: just a normal Saturday night, anyway, mate. Let's not worry about running. It's gonna be that's a long a summer night. I'll tell you that,
2: right? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really gonna divulge into what our group chat sort of you know escalated into yesterday. But I'm pretty bored, guys. Uh, my sister's very paranoid. She's in another room locked away because she says she's got a bit of a cough. Um, and so she doesn't want us going anywhere. She doesn't. I mean, I'm banned from going to the old David Lloyd, so I can't even go for a swim. Uh, I'm thinking of just trying to make a late dash to Tesco about six o'clock. See what sort of remnants are left there for me to potentially buy. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, what's your, what's your weekend been like? What's your Saturday been like, chaps? Uh, well, I, I woke up to last night's group chat. I went to bed and it was still relatively civilized. And I woke up. I thought I'd have a quick, um, you know, bit of toast and marmalade and a cup of coffee. And I'm reading all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff. Like I just said, it's going to be a long, long summertime ahead. Is all I can say. If that's how it's degenerated in, in, in such short short order. Um, keep keep calm, everyone. Keep calm. Don't panic. It's um, it's a weird situation. Um, There is is unprecedented. Uh, uh, As everyone on this show knows, I I like to think myself as something of the the historian and um, there is no precedent for this. There's nothing on the same global scale. There is no uh, wartime is as close as you're going to get for a close down of of professional sport, but not on a global scale because, you know, it's only confined to the areas of of conflict and the immediate countries surrounding it. So there is no precedent for this. Because there is no support anywhere. Um, equally, there's no precedent for contagion that's moving in the way that it is at the moment. So, you know, the, the numbers involved and, and the uh, the life and death that will in, that will follow um, puts it in the modern in the modern times into a category of its own. So, Nick, you're
2: you're quite a level-headed bloke. Like you know, I know if I need sort of calm advice, I'd come to you
0: because oh, you're thank, like, thank you.
2: You know, you. you know, you know, it's 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 good. But how do I ask this? Are you
0: shitting yourself over this? No, no, I'm not. No, um, I, I, I genuinely believe um, everything I've read. I mean, everyone's everyone's an expert on Twitter. Suddenly we're all suddenly, um, you know, able to debate the rights and wrongs of, of the, the chief medical officer's advice and the, and their equivalents elsewhere. Um, no, I'm not. It, this is not the bubonic plague. This is not um, anthrax. This is this is a, a type of a virulent type of flu that affects the, the most vulnerable, and that's going to be the problem. Um, it is not f- probably for the likes of, of the, the you know the participants in this show. It's going to be for the uh, those who already have underlying conditions of, w- of whom there are many. And one thing that does bother me when I read it online is when people say, "Oh, it's only the elderly, and it's only the the uh, the the infirm, and it's only this, and it's only that." Well. I don't know about you, but I've got members of my family who could fall into the uh, the elderly in infirm category, and I don't particularly want to lose them to something that can be avoided. So it's incumbent on us all to do, do what we can. Um, that's about as much as I want to say. I'm no expert, so I'm going to say no more than that. But the the measures that we're seeing at the moment, the shutdown, the lockdowns elsewhere in, in, in Spain and Italy, uh, other countries, and I think we'll hear too at some point very, very soon. Um, I, th- there is no historical precedent other than wartime, and even that doesn't yeah. quite fit the same template.
1: I mean, my, um, I mean, mine with the with the football, with the shutting down of sport. I mean, we are p- p- primarily an entertainment show around based around sport. Um, we are, <laughs> and I, I the, the fact that we have cancelled sport now, you're saying it's unprecedented now. Um, I, I, with global shutdowns of airport and. Passing through visa points and so on and so forth. I am sorry, and I'm going to say this, and I know that people will not like this, but it's a very simple fact: is that we need to make the decision should be taken now. Euro 2020 can't happen. Um, I think make it's,
2: that on Tuesday. To be fair, I
1: th- I think that has to be. Um, I think the finishing of domestic leagues around the world is the most important thing in terms of getting sport back on its own feet whether that is with a ground or uh, with a ground open to the public or not I'm not too sure we'll have to deal with that but the fact of the matter is that you know people like Neil Lennon coming out and saying well we're obviously champions well the problem is mate is mathematically you're not and I just think that the se- this season should be postponed even if it means that it goes into next August this this season cannot be cannot finish this season so must finish you, before the new season begins so uh, you'd finish it in let's say that because we don't know how long this is going to go on for from what i've read
0: yeah. it may be peak um peak virus um sometime in june possibly yeah. july we don't know yet it's a lot of unknown but but that it, you for you i mean, i'm interested to hear what aaron and, and and michael think as well because this is the debate do you end it now or do you continue it whenever it has to be continued so potentially that could be September October to finish it um you do that harry you'd, you'd finish yeah, absolutely,
1: it absolutely in- because this season is incumbent uh, is is at the business end of the season we haven't played 10 games we've no. got 10 games to go and promotion relegation i mean arguably you could argue the bottom 5 of the, the bottom 5 of the premier league up to west ham are separated on goal difference the money involved in that is astronomical The top 13 of the championship, barring the top two, are fighting out for playoff places for the right to play in the most expensive league in the world. You cannot, and Liverpool, regardless whether you support Liverpool or not, have won this league, barring one victory, right? So you can't, and Sheffield United as well. Sheffield United deserve their chance to play in Europe, possibly, depending on Manchester City's full-out. This happened. This football did not not happen. Just because of this virus, why do so you, you start a new league before you have finished the old one? It doesn't. It shouldn't be null and void. This this happened, you know. So you, you finish it. You, it's not like the ninety three national.
0: You, you finish it in October. So what about you, Michael? What would you do? Would you would you finish this season? Would you declare it null and void? Would you say it's um, what's done is done? The, the the tables freeze at this
3: point. I I think to a point. Um, I think finish it now, and whatever the um, results are, or whatever league standings are, should stand. And I know that affects us as Millwall, but again, this isn't about what um, Millwall or individual clubs or things like this. I think that if you keep it going, you'll you'll probably see clubs, and we're not. T- I'm not talking about the Premier League clubs here because if they spend beyond their means, get relegated, and struggle in the Championship, that's sort of their own fault, in my opinion. You need to be sensible with finances. But I'm thinking about the sort of Rochdale chairman who's recently come out and said, you know, if we have to refund tickets or cancel games or postpone, it will affect us. The Akron and Stanley chairman who said similar, I think Tramir said they'd lose about 500,000 as well. Yeah. But at least if you stopped it now, they could plan contingency things to put in place to ensure they don't lose any more money or anything like that. And they'd you have know? to retell um, what they've done,
1: Michael. They'd have to, well, to If you say it's
3: postponed. Harry, that, Yeah, but to be, there, there's something there that you would probably have to sit down with supporters. You'd probably have to call or some way, I know obviously you can't get large groups together at the moment, but you'd probably some way have to go to the supporters and go, look, um, how much do you want to support your club? I personally, I've seen some things on on social media, people asking about refunds already to Millwall. Yes. The season hasn't been finished. It's postponed. I personally, yeah. if the, if these last three games are cancelled, <clears> I would not claim and ask for my money back. I know some people are entitled to, and they're fully in their right to, but I personally wouldn't do that. Um, yeah. I think that... Um, I, I think you're the think best of people, mate.
0: What about you, Aaron? How, uh, what about you, Aaron? How would you finish it?
3: I mean,
2: I would sit, and I'd I'd, I'd probably say that, for me, I'd, I'd set a cut-off date for when... We could re, re, restart this season. I mean, obviously they're going on about um, they're, they're going on about sort of you know April the fourth, which I think is the first was scheduled to be the first round of fixtures back after the international break. Obviously, yeah. to be fair, where we are right now is we are a week behind the international break because next week was going to be the last round of fixtures. So you know we're going to have three weeks out. I mean, looking at China as well, looking at how sort of this virus has spread. I mean, a lot of people are saying that we're not going to see sort of the eye of it for another 10 weeks, the summer, what have you. A lot of people are saying that, you know, if we can bring in measures like China have, like they're having this Wuhan Anglaze, then, mm-hmm. you know, we'd be able to isolate it and clamp it down a lot more quicker. But it all depends on that tip Johnson, doesn't it? Um,
0: I, I mean, car- currently suspended till April the 3rd. I I'm mean, just looking at the Millwall yeah, email. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think, I think they need oh, to God. set a date. I think they need to set a date. I think they need to work out sort of where... Um, Where's going to be where's not going to be feasible because don't forget we've got to have transfer windows etc etc players out of contracts there's all sorts of sort of like bits and pieces where we're looking at it and we're saying that it can't go on further plus how many more games have you got got ten more rounds of games
0: uh yeah Yeah, nine nine ten yeah we're we're going to work
2: out how how to fit these all in I'd say if 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 it's not sort of cleared up by mid May I think then it's sort of I I I don't know if they'd scrap it. I think it would be that old-fashioned thing of, you know, sort of the asterisk. It was paused effectively. Um, I mean, for me, obviously, I've read Karen Brady's comments today in in yes, on well, her, awesome. uh, her blog,
0: and I mean, she obviously, she wants them, so she wants to
2: declare yeah, the a null and
3: void, um, yeah, for financial reasons. Yeah, I was just going to touch on that. Sorry, Aaron, I, um and then I'll let you continue. But just to interject, I do think it's actually showing. How classless some people are being. I think Spurs also, isn't there rumours that they asked for the season to be null and void? Did yeah. yes, it well, they? It's, it's, it's because you've had a disappointing season as well. And, the, and to a point, I think that Klopp's come out of this really well. He's, As Harry says, one victory away from the winning the first Premier League Liverpool won ever and the first league for 30 years. And he's come out and said, well, if we have to do it, it's more important people's health but
0: um, it's yeah, a bit I, too, I, I, that's a bit too logical for the football world.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand that. And I I mean, maybe there should be the contingency and I, I I know it wouldn't include us. Personally, I would like promotion and relegation to continue because you, you were set up. I mean, let, let's be honest, you. the lead table is what the lead table is. And I feel that there would be a massive legal challenge from, let's say, Leeds and West Brom regarding the fact the season was cancelled, despite the fact that they played, they budgeted to a league where they would get promoted if they finished in the top two. I mean, the legal wrangling, the litigation would go on for years. Um, so I, I believe that promotion relegation has to go on. Now, obviously, the bottom five in the Premier League, uh, well, up to West Ham, are separated by three goals. Now, maybe they play those, maybe we have a one-off um, style playoff behind closed doors when we're a little bit better in terms of um, what you call it in terms of a playoff like they do in Germany a relegation playoff maybe that's the way to test whether or not players can safely play against each other without giving it to well it's,
0: it's, it's that though Harry isn't it? It's, it, I mean it, it I think the I don't know if it's the mistake I, I, I don't want to use that word but the the, the, the thing that everyone does and I, you know, we, we, it's, this is a football podcast, a Millwall yeah. podcast. So, you know, for, it, it's as I always say, it's both the most important thing in the world and it's the least important, it's the most trivial and the most important thing, all in one, because ultimately, it's only football and it's only it's only a, it, it's an entertainment and it's a business not, though. It's a business also, but there's 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 two. The, there, there is no precedent for this situation, but the, the clearest parallels you can find would be the outbreak of the two world wars. That's that's as close as you're going to get to this current situation. Now, the first wo- the first world war broke, broke out in August 1914, and they actually continued their professional football league season. There, that was obviously a very different era, and didn't have the, um, you know, the, the business was 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 much smaller comparatively speaking. Yeah. But they very, very controversially continued with professional football. Um, so you had a situation, this is where the parallel is relevant, in my opinion. You had a situation where professional football was continuing. With the FA Cup and the leagues and the Division One and the Southern League at the time and, and all the rest of it, uh, whilst men were fighting and dying in France and that became as it became apparent that the war was going to get uh, deeper and longer and more casualties were to be expected, the the fundamental triviality of football became unsustainable. They finished the season, but it was not um, it was it was not without comment that this how yeah, can you have blokes. Fighting, um, you know, the the modern warfare of the time, gas, machine guns, and the rest of it, whilst um, football takes place. Now, I know that COVID-19 or coronavirus, coronavirus, is an extreme um, form of flu, and we're not going to compare the the casualty levels with. Uh, the Battle of the Somme, or things of that kind, but the sheer weight of numbers of, a, of the spread of this disease, and let's just go with you, the UK. The sheer numbers involved and the potential for for death, because that's where it leads uh, for some, at least, means that you. It's a business. Football's a business, and it's important. we all, we'll worry about playoffs. God knows we've all you know. Um, We've all commented enough on this season, on this mill season, and how close we've got to it and all the rest of it. But when you have a situation unfolding, like you've seen in Italy and then you've seen to an extent in China, I just think, I don't know, it's, it's only football. You know, it, it, there's more and bigger stuff to play out here than worrying about whether Leeds get to go up or West Brom
1: well, have their chance. I understand, but that's a logical point. And no business lawyer or anyone's going to walk into that. They they agree to play a competition. Competition has been voided through no fault of their own. They will go to litigation in insurers and so on and so forth. It will go on for years. It will be. Absolutely. They cannot, Absolutely. They cannot cancel. They cannot. They. I'm I'm just looking from the outside in. I don't even care about Millwall, whether or not. I don't think we will make the playoffs, whether we play the nine games or not. But that's not the point. They will not be Albert. How can you, as the Football Association, say, we're going to start another season without finishing the last one in August? If, if we're fine to play in August, all of a sudden they'll go, well, hang on a minute, you're fine to play now. We've got nine games to finish from the last season. Why don't we finish those nine games? And that is where I'm saying that I understand, Michael, from a financial point of view for the smaller Cubs, I totally understand. But if football is a family and we are always supposed to be caring and sharing and looking after each other at the moment, maybe Sky, with some of their TV money, should maybe give you know their subscriptions, they're still charging you. They come out yesterday under a lot of flack, but they didn't say we're not charging anyone their Sky no. subscription. Well, that's, that's they? A, so that's another, so maybe, another point. That's a very good point, Harry. BTN Sky. So So maybe they should be funding these lower league clubs that are struggling. And maybe the Premier League, maybe uh, let's be be honest, the Premier League and uh, uh, the Premier League elite clubs have astronomical budgets. Bigger than arguably equal to as a sum of clubs, the national, um, you know, the national budget to, to deal with this thing. They should have, and they, I know it's very easy to point, but let's let's be honest. Football players should be being tested for everything, right? I'm I'm not I'm not a medical man. I don't know how easy it is to test for this disease. Apparently, America's now going to test everyone, but I I don't I don't know. But surely, the minute that these, and again, global travel, not just from our country, but around the world, football as a whole was very very blasé about this. And the fact fact of the matter for me is that international football should be cancelled for definite and the Champions League should be no one void and UEFA Cup should be no one void because they're cup competitions. The cup didn't happen. The league competition decides on so much in every single person's country, your right to play in the league, the funding, the the, the league positions, promotion, relegation are the bread and butter. European football is a nice thing on top. And at the end of the day... You have to play to the conclusion or you say, I, I don't think you can turn around and say that these league results didn't exist. Either we postponed the season and it ends as it is now. I prefer that in saying it didn't exist. If it, if I wonder whether
0: now, sorry, I wonder whether the the articles of um, association that I called for like a league competition, like the EFL, I don't know if Michael or Aaron might know this. Whether there's any any provision for extreme circumstances, they must they must yeah, have.
3: Yeah, Funny I mean, you it, say that. I was saying a similar thing earlier on. There's got to be something in a T and C somewhere with force uh, majeure
0: uh, is what we used to call it in the building. Yeah, world. but um, yeah, really. you know, unexpected uh, acts of God, as the old the old phrase used to have it. I mean, this, this is in the category of completely unforeseeable events. So. Mm um you know what's what what will unfold I, I, there must be some i would hope there'd be some contractual um clause in that says what happens if a competition can't be completed due to you know i mean if that's,
1: that's sorry if that's the flip between can i ask you you free then if that's the flip so we either have these are the two options you either finish the season now and accept or whenever at that point and accept the result that this season did exist for promotion and relegation mm. and close the table as it is now and i accept that playoff the playoffs get cancelled and whoever's third gets third yeah should we just say that old school you know no no yeah. show he's final yep. um which kind of shuts everyone down in that point because i think in the championship alone i think what is it a four point gap between third and fourth is that right I think it's um, five points, isn't it? yeah so so th- there can be no argument i know other teams will argue but that's kind of logical Um, there's a lot of clubs lower down the pyramid. I'm only talking about England. I'm not particularly well enough educated around the world to decide what happens in each people's league. But realistically, it doesn't matter what happens in any other league. It should only really matter what happens in the EFL and the Premier League. Liverpool are the champions. We all accept that. And the three teams that go down have to go down, even though that saves West Ham. But let's accept that and move on. Or we finish it when we can play football again, because there will become a point where we can play football again. I understand financially that contracts or whatever, but surely clubs can extend contracts. Maybe we put in a provision, Uh, putting an email out saying you can extend people's contracts until such and such a day is probably presumably a lot less of a risk than alienating large swathes of fans over a decision that's going to split football right down the middle. And you'll have for years yeah, yeah. going forward, continuing the people going, well, we were the champions, but it didn't count and and so on. I mean, look at Juventus with the Calciopoli stand or the early 2000s. They still claim that they have won the league so many times and the Italian Football Federation claim they've won the league one time less. But, funnily enough, the team that did win the league because of it, Inter Milan, they don't claim that as their title. So okay. it's very, very, very open-ended. I mean, I personally, as I keep saying, I would rather finish the footballs this football season when it was right rather than start a new one as if it never happened. I just, I cannot see how you argue that in any other term than, know it's for financial right. reasons.
0: Where do you where do you stand, Michael and Aaron? Where do where do you you boys sit on this? I mean, it's an unanswerable. Well, I haven't point
2: thought it. about it in that much depth. I mean, to be honest, I'm sort of more worried about where my next sort of job's coming from, basically. Because... <laughs> well, there's another thing.
0: I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're making it's it's not not a light point, is it? Because the likes of yourself and the media. I mean, Jeff Stelling posted a humorous tweet the other day about um, available for odd jobs. You know, um, because there's an industry that's built on football, and yep. there are also uh, small businesses there are there are staff at, at football clubs you know well well um long-term loyal staff that, that have worked for a long time in the, in, the, in their company um and this is all suddenly in in a world of um uncertainty it's as i keep saying there is no precedent for this there's mm-hmm. nothing like it at all mm-hmm.
2: the quicker they sort of shut down if you like the country properly sort of put us into lockdown which it seems like america's going to i know spain's going into lockdown today the quicker they do that sort of the better
1: you know because i yeah i find that as well i think you know
2: what, bit... what are we sort of waiting for i mean i was thinking about it yesterday i was sat there last night you know flicking through the tv not i, I started watching harry potter didn't work started watching the godfather <laughs> now nah, nah, this I, is this is desperate
1: stuff Aaron Paul. Mate, no, I, I harry potter is. what he's very um... <laughs> I think it's a salient point from Aaron because what annoyed me in the week before they decided when <laughs> they announced on Thursday that we were going to continue to play and Millwall's game was on, yeah. obviously to be called out 24 hours later, obviously as soon as the Arteta news broke, I realised we were fucked. Um, the, the the simple fact is that five million people get on a tube every morning in London to, to commute. Yeah. And that is a, that's a mobile Petri dish of... Of disease and and bile, and but there's a there's a lot. Are you working from? To, ask Michael. Yeah. Are you working from home at the
0: moment, Michael? Or are you are you are you still um, in the office? No, not yet.
3: I'm, without I'm still prying in into your moment, into your world, because
0: um, no, a mate I'm, of mine still... works in Canary Wharf and he's has me told to work from home. I don't know how your business yeah, um, 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 fits into um, we're, that we Can do that. Yeah, we're we're working. We're we're.
3: Well, some of us are still in the office at the moment. I, I'm personally still in the office, but I'll tell you one thing that's literally just occurred to me, and Aaron, you, you've you got more knowledge of this thing than us three, with all due respect, Nick and Harry, but with, this is something that I didn't think of. Say, for example, they do sort of like void the season or they or they say is a null and void, you know, uh, no champion, no promotion, no relegation. Mm-hmm. Are, this is more aimed at Aaron, obviously, are Leeds, West Brom and Fulham in danger of breaching FFP? Because if that's they breach the... Because if they breach... The football FFP, football league FFP, and go up. They're not going to be punished, but if surely they'd have down, to get Pro Rata Surely that
2: after that Pro, everything has to be done. They, yeah, sort of but, but this,
3: yeah, exactly. This is the sort of thing that, like, I mean, I'm not saying that everyone isn't realising probably someone else has thought of this. But if you're, if next season they go, well, last season you breached FFP. They go, well, you can't do us for that because in theory we would have got promoted, and therefore you can't find us because we are in theory a Premier League team who are just stuck in the Championship. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash acast and use code ACAST for twenty percent off your first purchase.
0: It's a lawyer's dream work. Yes. <laughs> exactly. yeah. exactly.
3: so, so sorry that I'm um, sorry that I made silence there, but no, you're, you're
0: no, no it's a good question. Um I, I mean what? I'm just looking at uh, to, on the little show notes that I do, listeners. I'm just looking at I've just picked a few tweets at random. I mean, obviously, we've got Premier League, FA, uh, EFL and Women's Soccer League have, have shut down in England. Um, abroad, we've got La Liga, we've got Serie A. The Bundesliga was playing the other night in front of an empty uh, stadium, but I can't see that continuing. Worldwide, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the IPL in, in cricket in India. India. Uh, tennis. Most motorsport, you name it. The amount of money. I mean, just we're, we're just looking at it from one small football club's perspective. Millwall now potential for a shot at the big time via the playoffs. that seems to possibly now be denied us, or maybe not. We'll, we'll find out. But that, how much money, that difference that would make to us. The amount of money that's at stake for all of these. High powered competitions, the Premier League, the FA Cup final, would that be played? That's a yep. major, you know, how many millions of pounds does that, well, in terms of, of TV coverage and the, the money, I'm just speaking purely in money terms here. Oh, right. A Champions League Cup final, with that, that can't, I and mean, this, is, this yeah. is an immense amount of money that's not going to change well, hands now.
1: I, I understand that, but I, I also think that the, the vast amounts of money is is just being saved I, I mean i'm not sure i'm not sure on your match day experience but let, let's put it this way how many pubs are not getting you know a thousand pound behind the till today i mean how many how many knock-ons to stuff like that i mean obviously there's a there's a larger question i mean i can't in my job i can't work from home it's not physically possible for me to do that there will be other jobs where that's not possible um so in that point, I'm waiting to be sent home. I've had a sort of mess about with mates we were running a book of when we think we'll be sent home and not coming back to work. I said next Friday, um, which is when I think we'll be at uh, DEFCON 1 and we'll all be sent home and sort of go into an Italy idea. I mean, there are some beautiful tweets coming out of Italy of people playing the national anthem and all joining in at the, the chart. I think, it's, I think it's very, very um, communal and very great. I also think that I mean, on a serious note, I don't know if any of you have gone out to go normal shopping, you know, your normal weekly shop. Um, Well, what you'll find is devastation. And um, like and there is a big question around, you know, people say, oh, the government never tell you the truth or they never say this or they never say that. Well, this is the reason why they don't tell you the truth, because you can't be trusted. It's a bit like, you know, you've gone out and ransacked toilet roll, which has no proven Capabilities of co- uh, of curing coronavirus, to my knowledge, and it doesn't give you the shits. But you've all decided to nick-, <laughs> nick a load of toilet roll. You can't get a bowl of dental, you know, to, to continue. What are you going? Very at the moment, Aaron. Exactly, but it's just showing the selfishness of the human psyche. It's the idiocy of people. Exactly. So it goes all the way to the top, and presumably it will go to football. I mean, going from what you said, obviously, because I'm not off at the moment, I'm not planning to watch anything or do anything. Obviously, the PS4 is ready. to to be used at his time. I've got British touring cars going back to 1990 to watch my way through. I, I am ready to box set my way to the top. There's also a very scary fact is that if we all start to go on Netflix, Amazon and so on at the same time, there is a very large... Um, very large possibility ladies and gentlemen that we won't be able to watch it it will start to slow down because it's not used to <laughs> mass amounts so the people who still got your Sky Television subscription it might be worth renewing that before they uh, lock there, the
0: are, there are alternatives to people that you can I don't know if anyone's ever heard this radical idea that you can read a book
1: yeah. I've just, yeah. I've I mean, just, I do just have, have a lot of, of books to read. Or um, <laughs>
0: we'll use it for toilet paper if you can't get any at Tesco. Yeah, you I mean,
1: it. really <laughs> just, I mean, really dislike like a salient point in one of the books that you're reading. I mean, I've got Merv's Payne's books to read through. I've got Richard said, Recovering and Tony Adams Sober. I've also been caught reading Tony Adams Sober in a pub, which... Come and look at me. I realised kind of the connotations,
0: and I thought, well, maybe they don't understand. But (laughs) it's quite, it's quite strange, really. I've got a tweet here, I'm going to throw it out to Aaron and Michael. A tweet here from Alex Ray, football ex-millwall, of course, and he poses the rhetorical question: If a horse race, a mile horse race starts, and one horse is ten lengths clear, and all the rest have fallen over, but then the lead horse falls at last hurdle did I give the lead Hawks the win as he was in front and do the bookies pay out as yes. a winner at
2: that
1: point? Yes. No, because the bookies, okay. for any excuse no. not to pay no, out. No, exactly. They pay, no, they would pay out. Would they? Even they would be, the the result, the result would go to whoever covered the longest distance. Well, even though they, they, wouldn't pay out, they, they wouldn't pay out. They, they, they definitely would class that as the winner, whether they'd pay you out as a winning vet or they'd just void the bet. I'm not too sure, but I know as in, that horse would be cast as a winner because it's gone the furthest distance. Isn't this oh. also
3: as well pick the Rangers supporting Alex Ray, who's currently 12 points behind Celtic? <laughs> 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 uh, um, th-
0: there's there's a thing called I'm... rule rule four. My uh, this is one of my my grandfather was an inveterate gambler. This is a, I'm gonna share some family. Is that a 10p
1: deduction rule? Uh,
0: it seems rule four deductions. This is this is where you deduct um. Yeah. If for a horse withdraws, so I, I, they would find some way not to pay out. I'm fairly sure of that. If uh, if more than one horse is withdrawn, their total deduction shall not exceed seventy five pence to the pound. So they they pay something, but not all of it. I think it's probably the the, uh, the 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 answer to that to Alex's question there. And then there's a there's a kind of like a, a mind bending table of odds and. Proportions of pence in the pound they would pay, but I think they they pay you something is probably the answer.
2: On a on a side note, we know how hard times have become because Sky have, uh, have have sort of slashed their production budget, and they brought Peter Ridsdale in to talk about how to deal with uh, with the coronavirus. I mean, if there's ever a man who knew how to get you out of shit creek without a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Leeds fans must be sitting there sort of like foaming at the mouth watching the TV.
0: <laughs> so the question the question that we've we put a random question out. I haven't looked at my little um, online poll, but um the, the question for the chaps then is how are you gonna spend your time instead of football? Um Aaron Aaron, you're you're you you have probably got facing this more than most because it's it's your you you um you know, your, your your livelihood isn't it? So, yeah, uh, you got, I mean, got any the, plans for your Saturday afternoons? Uh,
2: no. The sad thing for me is that I I, I had you know so much football booked, I had the Euros coming up, um, had WSL projects lined up, Wimbledon, I, you uh, said as well, tennis, Wimbledon, 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 and Queens, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with that right now. I mean, I spoke to my boss, uh, yeah, this morning. This morning, was it this morning or yesterday morning or the two, And um no, yesterday morning, sorry, and, and you know, he was just like, I don't really know what to say. And I said, mate, it's not, not your fault, effectively, you know. Um, it's just it's just sort of like piss poor management sort of from the country mm. as whole. Well. Um, we've actually become to be, begun to redecorate the, the bottom floor of my house, which is okay. just, you know, make you know, yourself I, useful. Mate, <laughs> well I've taken on uh, is it Wall Arts, Wall Arts um tip of yeah. stop emulsion
0: the on the shelves
2: left yeah. on the shelves and I've gone and bought <laughs> myself some paint uh we're, we're painting the downstairs of the house we're getting that already I've been sanding I've been doing all sorts of bits and pieces but you know it's just it's. Yes. Like, I, I sit and I think to myself can I really not go out I mean my sister a dentist she's super paranoid about things i mean last weekend there was a death in milton gains hospital and that's actually where she works and she's she's been self-isolating for a couple of days and in and out in and out. it's crazy so i'm sat here thinking can i really go out can i go for a swim down the david lloyd's i'm not sure i'm really not sure you know oh, I, people, no, I, people people I mean i look around
1: and people are enjoying themselves why can't i enjoy myself you should be enjoying yourself until you're told you're not allowed to leave the house. If you're, if you're allowed to go to work, and they expect everyone to go to work, which is kind of why my version of they shouldn't have cancelled football was continuing until one of the football managers had coronavirus. The um was that if you expect me to go to work, I expect to be allowed to live my life as I as I wished with my democratic free will. Mm. Well, I mean, what? who was that? What? That was very. Um, that <laughs> wasn't right your, your 50 cent ringtone,
2: was it, Mr. Hart? <laughs> I do like the old 50 cent. Spe- speaking of which, speaking of Nick and sort of technology, we're all having a bit. <laughs> we're we're going we're to to start a just giving page to try and buy Nick a PlayStation so that he can I start. I haven't
0: a got TV. a PlayStation. Patreon.
1: I'm, we need to, yeah. Patreon
0: after last night. I yeah. Look, listen, listeners will need to know I will never, ever, ever set up a Patreon. Page to do this show, if it gets to that it desperate just take point, cash then uh, will we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> quits.
1: Outside Colbo Lane, he'll just sell, he'll just sell a flyer like he used to do with the uh, with the fans.
0: No, thing. no Patreon. What about you, Mike? Where are you going to spend your Saturday afternoons in the absence of Milton football and sport and any form of diversion, cultural diversion?
3: Oh, it's just trying trying to stop my kids from killing each other. I think. Invest in a PlayStation they can kill each other up
1: on the playstation instead no mate. they
3: won't kill themselves on the playstation because
1: daddy's too much of a dickhead and he bought an xbox yeah, yeah. yeah. because, <laughs> because me and I, this is not working on aaron's idea aaron's got to commentate over something so i mean keep his eyeing so i mean that's that's that I,
0: will not, I, I, I can't see myself playing playstation but that's your is that your chosen weapon of choice to kill the boredom
1: um, I mean, I I, I mean, I still take part in an online racing league every weekend, so that's not been cancelled, uh, thankfully. The uh, the competitors are all fit and willing to uh, live around the world for each other, so that's fine. Makes us sound like ultra nerds now, but um, yes, I'll be doing that, <laughs> and it will continue to go onto my YouTube channel, so... Um, Yes, but I'm not, pl- I'm not plugging that at all. But, um, I was going to say, yeah.
0: it's, got a, it's got a little plug in there. Well done, well done for that. Um, I've th- the poll, I've got a poll online. Alcohol is going to occupy 38% yes. of respondents' time. very much Time true. Alcohol dominates. Um, Netflix box sets, Harry Potter, possibly Aaron. Um, yeah, well, Netflix you know, the, the thing is... I've Read I mean, the books. Yeah,
2: I've read the books and, and I, I sort of started watching about 20 minutes of it. And then... And and then I got a bit bored, really, because he's a bit sort of <laughs> the first film. You know, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's,
1: not, it's not very good, is it? The films.
2: are no, it's it better in the, no, no. The later films get good. I mean, the later films are actually quite good. But you know, even I just, I just couldn't really settle and watch something. Instead. I want to be out and about, and you know, you want to be doing things and stuff. And, you in the
0: fresh air. I've never watched yeah, the Harry Potter. Yeah, you know,
1: I, I don't know. I don't the books are very good to go you, down to David if Lloyd. Very weird. if you get very bored, the books are extremely good. So, I um, prefer to
0: play. I prefer to play PlayStation, which is going to occupy seventy percent of respondents' time here. And last and very least, I think B and Q is going to occupy eight percent of people's time yeah. out there. Yeah. The I'm thinking IKEA
2: because I've got to. I've got to buy a desk and stuff for work. So I mean, you know, IKEA. Why the fuck am I buying buying a desk if I ain't got no work? That's a good point.
1: Maybe, maybe you should uh maybe you should take Avery with you as he's such an ABBA fan that he loves everything Swedish that uh, <laughs>
0: right. Tim Tim Dill on um Twitter says he's got a fever and he's isolating himself oh, at the man. month. So we're gonna send our best wishes
2: to A yeah. To yeah, yeah, uh,
0: bloke called Golden Vision has been binge watching, re watching old episodes of Harry Hill's T V Burp. Oh, which which hell. he describes as a stellar oh, use of a free Saturday afternoon. Excellent.
1: I'm going to, uh, I think I might watch Dexter. I've never watched that. Apparently that's quite good. I did, watched that um, cartoon back in the day. No, not that Dexter. It's um, a serial killer. It's a serial popular.
0: killer. I saw a couple of episodes of that. I, I didn't take to it. But, um, uh, you it's know. one of those I'm, things that it's always on my watch list. I'm very fussy like that, you know. Um, Steve Evans says it doesn't even feel like a Saturday. What are we supposed to do? He's asking. No Millwall, no telly games, no soccer Saturday, nothing. I'm lost. Someone hold me,
1: Steve. Well, I think the only the only option, mate, is to smoke, drink, and gamble.
0: I think that's probably the best way to. I mean, this,
2: this is like you know that you know sort of you know after after the cup final, after the playoffs, everything like so you have that first weekend, and you're like, yeah. Oh it's shit nice. what do i do now yeah. but the thing is the weather's usually a bit better you can go out you can socialize you oh, can go you. For, you know you can go for a lager by the river that kind of thing right now what i can't do any of that i'm mm. sat here, like it's it's horrendous it's genuinely horrendous so I for, I
1: I'd i suggest you walk over to your local village pub tomorrow have a roast have a pint and wander back and at least if it is your last day of freedom you got out
2: that's a good. Are. You know what? I like that optimism, mate. For someone who's usually, you know, a bit, a bit, a bit sort of dark like yourself, that's that's very good, mate.
0: Positive I think we've mate. I think we've reached the conclusion of today's show, dear listeners. Um, keep keep calm, carry on, mm. and the, the virus will pass. That's
2: yeah,
0: we'll, my message, sure. We'll.
2: Um, this if this is our final broadcast, chap. It's,
0: it's been a pleasure.
1: Can we uh can we fade out with we'll meet again?
0: Well, that's what I was thinking. Actually, I was going to um, download uh, Vera Lynn's will we'll Meet Again," so uh, we'll, we'll probably pop up again as the as the great um, void. Um, but you know, we go through the great the great interregnum before football returns, whether that comes. But um, I think for now, there's, there's no more football. I mean, I noticed um, uh, Lions TV shut down on on Twitter. Um,
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: there's no football to talk about so you know um we'll we'll pop back at some
1: point i dare say um but the the way the way the way
3: the boredom is probably in about
1: an hour i've got curry waiting on the side i'm waiting for
0: us to finish Uh, uh, the boredom on this on the we will wrap it now just the boredom on the whatsapp group last night doesn't fill me with hope that we're going to get through this but anyway (laughs) it's been a pleasure harry warren michael avery Aaron, Paul, I wish you all well, chaps, but um, we'll see when football returns and we'll, we'll do another show in due course.
2: We'll catch you on PlayStation,
0: Nick. PlayStation. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. Achtung Millwall and the Real Millwall Fan Show are the number one Millwall podcast and we want to hear from you. So get in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts, your views, your rants about all things Millwall. We've got email achdungmillwall at gmail.com or one word achdungmillwall at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us and leave us a voicemail on 0208 144 0232. That's 0208 144 0232. Leave us a voicemail. No human will be involved in the receipt of your message. So give us a shout, tell us what you think about all things Millwall, and the best messages will be read out on air. Well, just a bit of a a postscript, dear listeners. Um, After the show we recorded earlier on, I just wanted to say a few bits and pieces, I suppose. We live in strange days, and... As I said on the um the conversation earlier on, there really isn't any any precedent for what we have unfolding at the moment. Nothing in my lifetime. So I thought, well, as always, we we try and look back to, you know, historical situations. I touched on this in the conversation earlier on to see if there's any are any parallels or any, any lessons or any examples that we can pick um pick up on from the past. Um as we as we touched on, there there is nothing on the same global scale as what we have at the moment with the coronavirus. Um the nearest approximations that um occurred to me in which I've looked at um are the world wars, <clears throat> first world war and the second world war. As as I said earlier on, the example of the first world war is probably an interesting one. I'm not sure it has parallels, but it has interesting um lessons in the continuation of professional football and professional sport at a time where the country was drawn into um eventually a total war global um conflict um but what began at the start and in the parallel being with this what began at the start as something relatively far away and to some extent not of uh, any concern to us, became the um, single focus of everyone's lives by the end of it. So 1914 to 15, the professional football season actually continued. Mill played a um, a Southern League season that year and the uh, the results and the the finishing points became increasingly trivial and unimportant as... Uh, the events of 1914 merged into 1915. The slaughter that we call the First World War began. Um, <clears throat> very controversial for professional sport to be continuing at that time in the face of you know men being lost in increasing numbers at the front. Um, after the end of that season, 1914-15, there was um, a thing it couldn't continue. And I think it was generally accepted that Life was not normal anymore, that this thing called, we call it now the First World War, the Great War, at the time it wasn't called the Great War, it was called um, the European Conflict, I suppose. Um, But at the end of that first uh, football season, 1914, it was accepted generally that uh, it couldn't continue in the same way and that football had to take um, not even second place. It was a very minor factor in um, people's lives. I think it was, there was there was conceded that there was a role for entertainment of some sort, and on that basis, um, I found a newspaper report. This is actually from one called the, D- the Dundee Courier. This is dated um, May May the fourteenth, I think it is. I didn't know that down <clears throat> May nineteen fifteen. Uh, London football is the headline. Competition arranged for fourteen clubs. Uh, the report, a very short paragraph. Last evening at a meeting of clubs in the division. Um, of the London Football Association, Mr J.B. Skeggs of Millwall, chairman. He was in the chair for the meeting as well. Um, It was decided by 14 London clubs to run a competition next season, which would be 1915 to 16. The competition to consist of not more than 14 clubs and all of them to have their headquarters not more than 18 miles from a London terminus. So basically an 18-mile circle around London. Uh, 12 of the 14 clubs were elected as follows. And those clubs in the London... Combination, as it came to be called, were uh, Queen's Park Rangers, Tottenham, Millwall, Crystal Palace, Clapton Orient, the Arsenal, as they called it then, Fulham, Chelsea, West Ham, Brentford, Croydon Common, there's a name, and Watford. They formed um, a competition called the London Combination, but professional football, as it had been known since its formation in late Victorian times, came to an end at that point, and effectively, as, as followed suit really in the Second World War, um, clubs became, their, well, their facilities were put at the disposal of the War Department. Um, football became subsumed into the war effort, total war. Um, every You know, stadiums were used, Crystal Palace um, in, in uh, you know, SE25, the Crystal Palace became used by the War Department. So did various stadiums for quartering troops. And football clubs became semi, semi-amateur, semi really, and players were in the army, conscription began, and players were, if they were in the area, would play for any club local to them. <clears throat> so the point there being that football, as important as it was in Victorian times, it's different, but it had a similar kind of focus on of people's attention. as a massive, massive diversion, like cricket at the time as well in this country, became... Um, part of a wider national interest. Um, is that a parallel with now? Not quite, but it's uh, the, the ending of football that we have at the moment, and sport generally. In you know, in response to the contagion that's going on, it um, it puts it in its place in life, perhaps. So that's one event: the outbreak of the First World War in uh, in nineteen fourteen it got, the football came to an end in nineteen fifteen as i've said um there's another report here this is the wind up of football this is from the sunday mirror at the same in the same month may nineteen fifteen um this was um the final results of the of the season um millwall losing to to south end uh, sorry northampton northampton five mill nil so we've got we got beat there but um, it makes the point that players are not available for clubs because of the demands of the services so there we are that was that was how they handled it in the first world war and so too in the second world war report here from a coventry newspaper this is this would be in 1940 uh nine, 1939 rather uh, outbreak of the second war civil life in wartime Again, um, no mucking about then. There wasn't any sense of continuation of professional football. Um, this is an order for the places of entertainment to be closed immediately in Great Britain, in in the United Kingdom. Government announcements affecting the life of the civil population in wartime were issued by the Lord Privy Seal. So this be September the 4th, I think it is, the, actual, the newspaper date. Um, they give advice on sheltering from air raids and make it clear, and this is the point that I'm driving at, that in Britain, Places of entertainment will be closed. People are told to keep off the streets as much as possible and carry gas masks, which was um, you know, a harsh factor of the time. All cinemas, all theatres and all other places of entertainment in Britain are to be closed immediately until further notice. Um, it may be, in the light of experience, possible to reopen at some point. Um, they are being closed, it's quite clear. Because if they were to be hit by a bomb, large numbers of people would be killed or injured. Sports gatherings and all gatherings for purposes of entertainment um, and amusement, whether outdoor or indoor, which involve large numbers congregating together, are prohibited until further notice. This refers especially to gatherings for purposes of entertainment, but people are earnestly requested not to crowd together unnecessarily in any circumstances. Churches and other places of worship will not be closed. So... Quite draconian early war, Second World War orders there. All sports, all cinema, you name it, everything closed. The fear being air raids, of course, um, rightly so at the time. And in the light of experience that followed, um, you know, some football did return again in a similar model to that which existed in the First World War, where some limited. Uh, I think the crowd numbers imposed on, you know, the restrictions imposed on clubs. And again, clubs were used as staging posts for any servicemen in the area. Uh, so you had various players um, who were contracted originally, have, uh, professional football ended. It was all amateur. Um, so you could have Bolton players playing in London for Arsenal, Millwall, Charlton, whoever. Um, again, the lesson being, and the lesson we're seeing unfold now, I guess, is that as important as football can be for us all? It has its place, and football there was essentially cancelled at that stage, and it reopened only on on sufferance of the, of the government, in the in the hope that some, um, you know, some some diversion, ease the the, the burden of war. Uh, the only other thing that I thought that would come close to impact, and sometimes these major major situations can of social change, was uh, in the 70s. I'm thinking of a of a minor strike in the 1970s in 74, which um, led to restrictions on power usage. Power cuts were quite common in my childhood, dear listeners, uh, especially when the miners were playing up. In uh, 1974, we had power cuts and restrictions imposed on the use of floodlights. Unnecessary power usage was prohibited. So football clubs had to start playing games in the afternoon or... Revelation at the time, and Millwall were at the forefront of of this. Uh, Sunday football, so 20th of January, 1974. First game on the Sunday was played at Millwall, 11.30 kickoff. And I'm just looking at a copy of the Daily Mirror that day. January 21st, Sunday after the, um, uh, Monday after the Sunday. Um, The goal that made history, Brian Clark scored it in uh, 11.34. And Millwall winning that game 1-0 and a win over Fulham um social change it, it was very strange at first to play on a sunday but it was a response to a situation again not quite of a parallel but we don't know how this current situation will play out and what changes may be enforced that may change the way we we, we play the game going forwards here yeah, who knows i mean we're seeing the potential for major major competitions to be cancelled rescheduled will they replay in the you know next season will that be the end of this season so to speak so we shall see um there are no parallels those are the closest parallels that i could think of uh in 1962 we had extensive um extensive fr- frosty weather cold weather which meant that f- fixtures were postponed way into the and you know almost into the summertime. So there are um, precedents, if you like, for football itself to make quite dramatic changes in order to continue and survive. Certainly, I think the current situation is is, is different to all of those. There's nothing nothing on this global scale with the a number of major competitions that have been cancelled that has any historical precedent. Um, there we are. That's as far as we'll, we'll say it on that on that front. As far as the show is concerned, I've been wrestling with whether, you know, you can't really carry on with a football podcast without any football, can you? Dear listeners, as much as you might want to, it doesn't really work. Um, So we're going to suspend the show until further notice, until there's some football to come back and talk about. I think that's the only way to play. It's not um, goodbye, it's... um, Au revoir, rather than adieu. <clears throat> we don't know how long the suspension's going to be. I think it's probably going to be realistically longer than everyone's talking about at the moment, but I am no expert. Um, so it's a suspension rather than, you know, it's a postponement rather than a cancellation from from our perspective. I hope we come back at some point soon to whatever form of um, football we finish up with. I just wanted to say a few thank yous because there is a, it's going to be a while before we come back. Um, so I just want to say thank you to the chaps that helped me do this show. I mean, it's, it's evolved over the years from me doing a kind of a semi monologue on the match day. Um, slightly self-indulgent. I, I know at times not going to be for everyone's taste. I've only ever set out to do something that, um, interests or amuses me. Um, and I hope it amuses others and interests others. That's how I've always done it. That's how I'll continue to do it. Um, I'm not, Doing this to chase an audience or to 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 make a living or career or anything of that kind. So um, that's how I've done it. But the chaps, I think, have each brought in Aaron's case a level of professionalism to the show, which um, <laughs> I appreciate. Um, I think that he, when we went in when he was working at Love Sport Radio, um, the current you know closure of football to have a big impact on 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 him and other journalists. And there's a lot of good journalists of which he's one of the best. Um, He's become a personal friend, as you will have gathered. So, um, big thank you to Aaron for everything that he's put into the show since we met him, which will be about a year and a half, maybe, is it two years now? don't know. Um, But thank you, Aaron. Everything you've done has been much appreciated. Um, Harry. I love Harry. He's a character, isn't he, Harry? Um, The show is always, um, he always brings energy to the show, and... Um, he's a Marmite character. I do appreciate it. I, I I've got a lot of time for Harry. So thank you, Harry. Um, I always enjoy listening to what you have to say, mate. Um, Mike Hayden. I, I've never met Mike. It's mad. And now the, the season's... We're going to arrange a drink at the end of the season and um, we'll probably have to hang on, hang fire until we see how things unfold. Um, but Mike is, is, is great. He's, he's got a lot of... Um, He's got a lot of depth to to his humour and to... He's got a great voice, so good radio voice, Mike, so I wish you well and thank you for what you've put in. Same with Ryan, Ryan Loftus, um, very promising young journalist. Again, without any football, it's hard to be a promising young journalist, football journalist anyway, Um, but Ryan brings a lot. Check out his blog online, Ryan Loftus, Ryan James Loftus on Twitter. I think his blog is a link off of his account there. Um, brings a lot to the show. Thank you, Ryan and Mike Avery, Michael Avery, um, much maligned member or a <laughs> member of the much maligned MSC, Mill Supporters Club. Um, Mike is a very, very willing and honest member of the committee that do a lot of good work. And I think sometimes there's not enough appreciation shown for the MSC it's an easy easy knock and this goes for the other committee members too but Mike's on our show so it's an easy um thing to take the piss out of knock it and it's like football itself dear listeners if you you don't know what you've got till it's gone it's gone now for a while and you know we don't know when it's going to come back so i just want to say thank you also to michael avery um each of the chaps bring their own personality to the show and I really enjoyed doing the, the the chats with them each week. Really makes for a good show, in my opinion. And finally, 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 I just want to say thank you to you, dear listeners, because we don't have a sh- well, we do have a show if no one listens to it, but you know, you know what I mean. It's it's uh, the interaction with with listeners that we've had in recent recent um, you know weeks and months has been fantastic. I always enjoy hearing from you. It's not I'm not going to be gone. I'm still going to be on the social media, um, so you can contact the show if you want to. You might not want to. You might want to. It's up to you. But it'd be great to hear from you. Keep in touch as we go into this weird weird interregnum. Um, my only closing thoughts as we go into this period. As I've said already, we don't know what to expect. So we've got to be, um, we've got to look out for each other. My main message to everybody listening around the world, if anyone around, you know, if, I don't know if any non-Millwall fans listen to the show, but Mill fans, is don't be a dick. Don't go and buy 20 packets of toilet roll and clear out the pasta shelf because other people need it too. But there we are. No, enough moralising, enough lecturing. That's the close of the show. We'll be back at some point. Until then, dear listeners, thank you for everything. And Arrivederci, Millwall. Meet again.
3: Don't know where Don't know when. But I know we'll meet again. Some sunny day. Like you always do till the blue skies drive the dark.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.